Thanks for joining us today for the Fellowship Baptist Church podcast. If you'd like to learn more about our ministry, visit fbcpanamacity.com. Now, here's today's message. First John chapter number four, and we're going to look at verse number nine this morning. I want to preach a simple message this morning, but it is a message that is filled with truth and filled with hope. Uh, this passage that we find here is written by a man by the name of John. And, and what John is doing here in, in chapter number four, he's, he's writing to Christians and he's encouraging them to respond in love toward one another, to respond in love toward each other. And he uses God here in verses nine and 10 as an example of how he responded in love toward our helpless condition by sending Jesus Christ to sacrifice his life so that we could be saved from our sin. Amen? And he shares that here, and, and he says in verse number nine, let's look at it. He says, in this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Herein is love, not that we loved God, but that he loved us, and sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. I want to preach on the subject this morning, the ultimate first responder. The ultimate first responder. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you this morning. We're so thankful for your word. We're so thankful for the, the singing that we've had today and truly worshiped you, Lord, for who you are. We're so thankful, Jesus, that your blood washed away our sins. And we thank you today for that wonderful, wonderful truth. Lord, I do thank you once again for those that are here today that are that represent our first responders. And God, we, we just are so thankful for them here at Fellowship Baptist Church. And, and God, we, we pray that your, your hand of protection would be upon them. But God, as we dig into your word and as we talk about the ultimate first responder, Jesus Christ this morning, would you help us, God, to just get a better understanding and, and just be reminded of how great Jesus is. And, and Lord, if we're here, someone here today that does not know Jesus Christ is their personal Savior, that today would be their day of salvation, that today they would trust Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Lord, and we'll give you all the praise and the glory for it. Now, God, as we dig into your word, I ask for your Holy Spirit's power. Lord, I, I pray for your strength. And Lord, that you would just give me the words to say that it might touch our hearts and change our lives. We love you. In your precious name, I pray. Amen. You may be seated. In Jalou, that's June and July together, okay? In June and July of 2018, there was a young youth soccer team that was trapped two and a half miles underground in a cave in Thailand. Many of you probably remember that. As the world watched, uh, first responders were challenged to figure out how they were going to get to this team and how they were going to rescue these children. On July the 10th, we find that the last boy and his coach were rescued. Unfortunately, there was one of the first responders who had lost their life in this endeavor. On one of the interviews, a certain responder by the name of Ivan, he was asked if, if he and the other first responders thought of themselves as heroes. And Ivan said, and I quote, no, we don't think of ourselves as heroes. We were just doing what we were called to do. We are just glad we got them all to safety. And that is the idea of a first responder. 
first responders, a good first responder is not motivated by the accolades of, of, of others, but they're motivated because they believe in their heart that they are called to do what they do. Because they love people and they are trying to help those who cannot help themselves. That's the idea of a first responder. This morning, I want us to look at the ultimate first responder in Jesus Christ and, and how he has prepared the way for us to be saved from the punishment of sin for all of eternity. And I believe it's very important for us because you see, in our lives, we often focus on the present instead of the eternal. We often focus on the here and now. And I believe this is very important uh, because, uh, listen, if I were to ask all of us, what is more important to prepare for, the present or for eternal things? I believe all of us would say that, that the most important thing would be the one that impacts us the most. We have here at our church, he's not here with us tonight, but John, his name's John. We call him Uncle John. A lot of us do. He just turned 94 years old, uh, I believe last week it was. 94 years. That's a lot of life, right? That's a lot of experience. That's a, a lot of wisdom. But if you take that 94 years and multiply it by a million years, eternity has just begun. It's an important thing. And according to the Bible, the Bible says that we are going to spend eternity in either two places either heaven or in an awful place called hell. And I believe that that's why today this text is so eternally critical for us to consider this morning. And as we look at Jesus, the ultimate first responder, first of all, I want us to see his motivation. I want us to first of all see Jesus's motivation. Look at verse number nine again with me. Uh, the first part of verse number nine, the Bible says this, in this was manifest manifested the what, church? The love of God toward us. Look at verse number 10. Herein is what? Love. Not that we love God, but that He loved us. We find here that these verses from 1 John, it tells us the motive behind God sending His Son to the earth. It is simply love. It is clearly love. So when we think about the birth of Jesus Christ, we celebrate uh, during our Christmas season, that was the manifestation of God's love. Amen? He sent His Son, Jesus. And that love didn't come in response to our love. It's not that God looked down and said, oh, well, look what all of these people are doing for me. I might as well do something for them. Right? No, this motivation, it was initiated by God. His love toward us. That is why He sent God. Because of His love toward mankind. Listen, there are many reasons why God sent his son. His son would reveal God's nature, right? Jesus would reveal God's nature. Jesus would bring salvation. Jesus would, would bring the father glory. But the greatest and the sweetest reason God sent his son was because of his love for us. His love. His motivation. Listen, it wasn't for himself. The Bible says that it was toward us. He loved us. You see, a first responder, when they have the call, when they, when they get the alarm, I'm thankful that they don't uh, stop and say, oh, oh, that's so-and-so. They live here at this address. You, you know what they do? They're, they're a drug addict. Or, or they're, uh, there's a fire at their house. Well, well, did you know what they did to me? And do you know what they said? I, I'm not going to respond to that call. I'm thankful that our first responders don't do that, right? 
No, because they're not a respecter of persons. When they get that call, when they get that alarm of an emergency, they get in their vehicle and they go. They run toward the problem. That's what a true first responder does. Why? Because they love people. It's a a life. And understand, that is exactly what Jesus did for us. When God looked down and He saw that we were dead in our sin, and Jesus, what did He do? He ran toward the problem. Amen? He responded. He came and He gave His life to redeem us from our sin. And that is love. The Bible says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. His motivation was love. Understand today, God loves you. Can I get an amen, church? Does God love you this morning? God loves you. And you know what? God knows us perfectly. Everything that we have done is laid out in front of God. Our sin has been laid out. All things are open to Him. Our darkest secrets, our deepest shame, our stormy past, our worst thoughts, our hidden motives, our vilest imaginations, even our vain attempts to cover all of that up and appear to be something that we're not. God sees all of that. But what does Romans 5, 8 say? But God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God is not a respecter of persons, thank God, and praise God. And he doesn't look at us and say, oh, I'm not going to reach out and save them. I'm not going to, to, to reach out to them because of what they've done. No, he has died for the entire world because of his love. He loves. His motivation is love. Jesus, as the ultimate first responder, responded to our helpless condition. Why? Because he loved us too much to leave us there in spite of who we are, is love. First of all, we see the the ultimate first responder in Jesus. We find his motivation here, but also number two, we see his sacrifice. Number two, we see his sacrifice. Look at verse number nine again. In this was manifest the love of God toward us because that God sent his only begotten son into the world that we might live through him. Herein is love. Not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Listen, Jesus, the ultimate first responder, had to sacrifice Himself in order to save us. He had to sacrifice Himself. The Bible says that God sent His only begotten Son into the world. Listen, that in and of itself was costly. That in and of itself was a sacrifice. We don't always think of that as being a sacrifice. But the Bible says this, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Listen, that was part of the cost. Jesus had to, God himself had to leave his throne in heaven and come to this earth and he had to die for us. Listen, that was a costly thing. But understand, the greatest price that he had to pay is that the Bible says he sent his son to be the propitiation for our sins. That means that Jesus was the atoning sacrifice for our sins. Only through him can we find forgiveness. Only through him can we find redemption. There was a cost in him emptying himself, yes, but there was a greater cost in his death. The Bible says in being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death 
even the death of the cross. I'm always amazed at our first responders' courage. Aren't you? I'm always amazed at their love for their country. I'm always amazed at their, of their love for their communities and their love for people. We understand that our first responders each and every day, different men and women are putting their lives on the line for us. They're willing to sacrifice. Listen, they're willing to sacrifice their life in order to save someone else's. That's incredible. The first responders that we celebrate today and that we appreciate today, they lay their lives on the line. They sacrifice their own lives in order to save others. Understand today, Jesus is the ultimate sacrifice. Jesus is the ultimate first responder and he knowingly and he willingly came to this world and he sacrificed his life on the cross in order to save others. He gave his life so that we might have life. And in order for us to be set free from sin and death, there had to be a payment. There had to be a sacrifice that had to be made. We find that all throughout the Old Testament, it was the blood of a pure lamb that was shed year after year to atone the sins of God's people. But it could never fully satisfy our sinfulness. That method could never fully satisfy. So what did God do? God had a once and for all solution. His sinless son would come and he would shed his own blood to save us from the jaws of eternal death, being separated from God forever in an awful place called hell. Jesus gave his life in order to save ours. His sacrifice. Jesus today is truly the ultimate first responder. I'm thankful that he responded. I'm thankful that he came to this earth today so that I might have life. So that I might have eternal life. Which leads us to our last point. The ultimate first responder. We see his purpose. Lastly, we see his purpose. Look at verse number nine again. We'll read both these verses. In this was manifest the love of God toward us because that God sent his only begotten son into the world. Why? that we might live through him. That we might live through him. The purpose of Jesus' response in love and in sacrifice was so that we might live through him. What a wonderful purpose that he had. To give us life. While studying this message, I began to read several different mission or purpose statements from certain police stations and and different fire stations. And many of those would say that their purpose was uh, something like, our mission is to save lives. Our mission is to preserve life or to protect communities. Panama City Beach Fire Rescue Statement. I wanted to read this this morning. It says this, the Panama City Beach Fire Rescue is committed to protecting the people, property, and environment within our community. We are responsive to the need of our citizens by providing rapid, professional, and humanitarian services essential to the health, safety, and well-being of the community. We are accomplishing our mission through prevention, education, fire suppression, hazard mitigation, and other related emergency and non-emergency activities. We effectively and efficiently utilize the necessary resources at our command to provide services deemed excellent 
by our citizens. Our mission is to provide the highest level of fire protection, rescue, and medical first response to the residents and visitors of the city of Panama City Beach. They have a purpose, right? They have a mission to do what they do and understand God had a purpose and God had a mission for sending Jesus and that was to give us life. That was to give us life and life in this sense doesn't mean physical existence. It means spiritual life. It means eternal life that starts with that, that starts at the moment that we accept Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. Later on in this letter, John writes in 1 John 5, verses 11 and 12, he says, and this is the record that God hath given unto us eternal life, and that this life in His Son, He that hath the Son hath life, and He that hath not the Son of God hath not life. His purpose was to die. His purpose was to die, not for his sins, because he had no sin, right? The reason why he died was not for himself. It was for us and the sin that we have. It was for our sin. And listen, we, he, would, he would be a ruler. He would be a prince. But more than that, Jesus would be a sacrifice. Jesus would be the ultimate sacrifice. And that this was all part of God's plan. Even before the world was created, there could be no salvation. There could be no eternal life. There could be no life purpose apart from Jesus' substitutionary death. That was his purpose. Jesus said it this way, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. What a promise. Not just life, not just existence, but eternal life. Life that means something. Life that has worth. Life with a purpose, life which has value, life with meaning, a life with eternal consequences and benefits. That's why he came. That was his purpose. That was his mission. I'm glad that he came to give us life despite of our weaknesses. Amen? I'm glad that he came to give us life and to give it more abundantly. Jesus, the ultimate first responder, has come to the world. Why? Because he loved us in spite of who we were. He decided to come and responded to, to do our condition. He sacrificed his perfect life so that we might be in good standing with God. And his purpose is to seek out those who are trapped in sin and save them for all of eternity. I'm going to close with this. What if a first responder received a phone call from an individual who knew that there was someone within the burning home? And as that responder responded to the call and he rushed to the scene, as he goes in, he, he risks his life and he, he finds that individual who is in the, the flames and in the, in the house and he, he risks his own life to get to that individual. And what if that first responder reaches out his hand and says, come on, I'll take you. I'll, I'll bring you to safety. And that individual looks at him and rejects that hand and runs the other way. What's going to happen to that individual? More than likely, it'll perish. He'll perish. Because he rejected the help of that first responder. Friend, because of our sin, we are in danger of losing our eternal life. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. We're trapped in our sin and we have no way out 
but Jesus has responded to our need. He answered the call, amen? He responded to our need and he has come to this world because of his love for those who are in danger. He has sacrificed his life on the cross and he has paid the payment for us to be saved from eternal punishment. But we have to choose to accept his help today. Jesus, you, listen, you might be here and say, well, how do I accept this help? First, we have to come to realize that we cannot save ourselves from the danger that we are in. There's no amount of religion. There's no amount of good works. There is no other God that can save us from that danger. It is only Jesus Christ. And we must know that we cannot save ourselves and we must believe that Jesus did all the work for us when he died on the cross and when he raised, again, raised from the dead. Understand today, Jesus has reached out his hand to all of us. He's reached out his hand. And he says, just take my hand. I'll save you from the danger that you find yourself in. I'll save you for all of eternity. But we have to make the cho choice to receive it. We have to make the choice to reach out and say, God, I'm trusting in you. Jesus, I'm trusting in your finished work for me on the cross and, and how you conquered death when you rose again from the grave. And God, I'm putting and placing my trust in you. And I realize that I cannot save myself. I'm reaching out and grabbing your hand. Jesus was the ultimate first responder. And I'm glad that one day he reached out and said, take my hand, Tyler. And I'm thankful that I placed my trust in his completed work for me. And today, you know what? I don't have to worry about my eternal destiny. I know that I know that I know that I'm going to spend an eternal life with Jesus Christ. Why? Because he came to give me that life. He is the ultimate first responder. With Thanks for listening to this sermon from Fellowship Baptist Church. Come visit us at 2501 Michigan Avenue, Panama City, Florida. For more information or to donate to this ministry, visit fbcpanamacity.com. Have a great week.